Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Running on Scuffs. I am your host, uh, Justin Seeger, and I am joined today by, uh, I'm outnumbered by Florida men now. That's, uh, that's, that's what, that's what the, We're taking how we over. Like it. the, the how Florida we like men, it. they've, uh, they've taken out Zach and Mike, um, just kidding. Zach's actually working on, uh, some, I think connection issues at the moment. So hopefully he gets those figured out. Um, so he should be joining us here in just a moment. Um, but anyway, without further ado, let's go ahead and get into our introductions. We've got a great show for everybody planned tonight. We had a great uh, day of racing today. This is the first time, I think, uh, I think first time in running on Scuff's history that, uh, um, first time in running on Scuff's history that we've actually had a show on the day of, of racing. So, uh, <clears throat> pretty cool but nonetheless we'll go ahead and get some introductions first and foremost our resident florida man mr dan foster how are you doing tonight sir sorry i keep having this pop-up pop-up but it doesn't even let me read it all the way so i don't even know what it is but i'm doing good um having a little bit of tummy issues tonight so we'll see how 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 we make it through but uh no excited to talk about nascar unfortunately um I didn't get to watch any of the race. Um, I was working and then had to attend a meeting. So I did not see the race. Um, I did see the winner. I'm excited about the winner. Congratulations to him. Um, but uh, yeah, let's talk some some NASCAR, some some Truex wins. Uh, I, I wonder who I wonder who won today. That was uh, I, I'll never never guess. Anyways, there's two. You never know. Uh, there's there's two of them. Yeah, same same last name. Uh, <laughs> before we uh, before we get uh, Zachary Bell in here, uh, Mr. Zach Williams, our other Florida man, our producer. How are you doing tonight, sir? Pretty good, man. I know you're super excited because uh, Truex winning, but uh, you know Chase didn't do so well. But you know everyone has their day. I can assure you, my uh, my right shoulder is a uh, is a little uh, is. <laughs> Thank you, Ryan. He's watching. Says congratulations, Justin. Justin today. I wish I didn't leave work early today. Went to watch the race. Yeah, if I was on a fan, I wouldn't have been happy either. Yeah, um, I was thinking about you, Ryan, when he, when that uh, happened. I appreciate it though, Ryan. I appreciate the the support there. No, my my right shoulder is a little thrown out of whack because uh, when he crossed the finish line, there's like yeah, a lot of a lot of that going on. So you know what, we'll take it. Uh, nonetheless, let's go ahead and get our other Zachary in here. He's back. He's joining us. Uh, joining us from uh, his resident texas home uh zach i i said i was being outnumbered by by florida men i'm glad you're here to at least even it out here how are you doing tonight are we getting anything from <laughs> i can't hear him i can't either And the, uh, the I guess yeah. the connection. Yeah, it was pretty usual. Um, I don't know what's going on with my laptop. I'm going to have to get it checked out. It was. Can you hear me? Uh, it's, it's kind of laggy. We can hear you, but you're you're yeah. laggy on, on your phone end as well. Can you hear me now? We can hear you. It's just laggy. <laughs> 
Mike Dafter, he's tuning in from uh, in, on the comments. He's got that. He said there's an Ohio man. We already had that, Mike. That was Brian's job. You were supposed to be here in person. So, so well, we have two Ohioans in the comments and two yeah. Florida men on the show. So we still trump that. Just just throwing it out yeah. there. Yeah, live on the show beats in the comments every day. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Sorry, but Mike. Nonetheless, we, we we know Mike had other things. He was he was working, so we'll we'll give him a little bit of a pass. But uh, the comment section is being held down by the by the Ohioans, so we'll. We'll let them have that. Yeah. Should we trust them with it? There's a Florida man in the comments as well. They're outnumbered now. I'm telling you. As our buddy would say, woo! (laughs) Uh, Anyways, we've got a great show for you guys tonight. We've, uh, of course, we're going to be talking about the weekend of racing, including today's race. Uh, It's always interesting when we get to see you racing on a Monday. It makes it, it does make the uh, the Monday feel a little bit uh, better for those NASCAR fans. It, it doesn't feel as much like a Monday. Um, so, uh, uh, you know, we're hoping that, that we can <clears throat> enjoy a great show tonight talking about that. Uh, as always, uh, be sure to, to check out our socials and our website, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Uh, all of you here, you guys know at least some of you, uh, at least something about that because you're here watching us, right? So, uh, <laughs> Ryan says oh, that race felt every bit of a Monday. Um, I don't know what you're talking about. That felt like a Friday night to me, Ryan. That was, <laughs> but nonetheless, uh, be sure to check out our socials on our website. And, uh, without further ado, let's go ahead and get, uh, get into this. Uh, let's go ahead and get into our race review segment. And, uh, we're going to start out. We had two races this weekend, cup and Xfinity, uh, both of which were, were won by the Truex family. And, uh, we'll go ahead and start out with, uh, Saturday's race, uh, which was dominated, uh, by Ryan Truex in the uh, driving for Joe Gibbs in the 19 in the Xfinity Series. This was uh, Ryan Truex's first National Series win uh, in the uh, in NASCAR. So really cool for him to get the opportunity to to run for a, a top tier team, and uh, really cool for him to get the win. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but I didn't see a whole lot. Uh, in the Xfinity Series race, besides r- just Ryan Truex dominating, uh, Cole Custer was able to pick up another hundred thousand dollar paycheck for the uh, for the Dash for Cash. So another another good paycheck for him. Um, Dan, I want to go to you with this. Uh, is Cole Custer finally starting to to find his groove back in the Xfinity Series with two Dash for Cash victories, or is is he still looking to prove something? Um, I I think you know it. We're like what 10, 11 races into the season now, so almost a third of the way. Well, actually, about a third of the way through their season because they don't have the thirty six races. But um, I I think this is this is him, you know, finally hitting his groove, as you would say. Um, I, I don't think um, he's going to be as dominant as a lot of people, including myself, um, thought he was going to be this season, coming down from the Cup Series after a couple seasons. Um, I know a lot of people just automatically assumed he would 
basically take take off right where he left or uh, take up where he left off last time in the Xfinity series and just dominate like like uh, he did before. Uh, but I think it's a little bit of a learning curve coming back down from the next gen car in the Cup series. Obviously, the shifting's a little bit different. Um, they have a different type of transmission and stuff like that. Um, that and there's a lot of good teams in the Xfinity series. Um, and honestly, since he went to Cup, Stuart Haas kind of took a step back. Uh, obviously, Riley Hertz has kind of been their their lead guy in the Xfinity series. Um, and I'm not saying he's not talented. He just he doesn't really have the the, the ability to really read the car and really tell what it needs to improve. Like I think Cole and some of the other previous drivers had. Um, so I think this is finally him being able to, to bring that experience to the, to the team into the car to improve on their, um, their runs at the end of this, at the end of the race. And uh, finally kind of get to that point to where like, okay, now we're back to being competitive and consistently in the top 10, top five. Now I would not be surprised to see him, you know, bust off a win or two before the end of the season. Yeah, I can I can see that. He seems to he had a really bad start to the season. Uh Riley Herps has been, like you said, kind of carrying that banner um for <clears throat> the start of the season, but he's starting to get a groove there. You know, a couple hundred thousand dollars in the last uh last couple races with the dash for cast. That never hurt anybody. So uh, you know, I'm sure they'll be happy to to have that and give the team a nice little momentum boost. Um but as far as this race uh, in Xfinity Series goes, it was dominated by Ryan Truex. Uh, one stage one, one stage two, and then ultimately went on to, to win the race. Uh, so moving on to the Cup Series, a uh, little bit more action in the in the Cup as far as the drivers who were competing for the lead. Uh, started out, William Byron dominated stage one and actually led the most laps today uh, in the 24 Zach Williams, you're a resident Hendrick fan, so I'm gonna I'm gonna give this one over to you. You're, you know, William Byron. He looked like he had the car to beat until he didn't. Uh, what happened with the 24 car today? Um, so there's a few things that could have happened, but I think mainly it was tires. Tires was the subject today, especially with the more so the Fords, but I think it's just tire tire fall off all day. Yeah, it was. Uh, it definitely was the tire tire wear track. Um, <clears throat> then uh, in stage two, uh, Ross Chastain was able to beat uh, William Byron off on on a green flag mid stop, and he was able to get the uh, get the stage two victory. Uh, and then Martin Truex Jr. Uh, got around Byron, and it ultimately for the remainder of the race, it seemed to be kind of a battle between Truex and uh, and uh, Chastain. Zach and uh, Zach Bell in uh, stage one, they were talking about Denny Hamlin uh, going up there through the race, and he was up there, had a good top five run, but it just ultimately didn't see, uh, you know, he didn't have the speed that he did in stage one. He got bit by his pit crew a few times. What happened there? Oh, man, it's uh, same same thing as usual, man. It's uh, always something on pit road with Denny Hamlin. It might be him. It might be the pit crew. It might be a bad pit call. But it's not a NASCAR race unless Denny Hamlin fumbles the bag on pit road. <laughs> well, you know, for, for those of us who are not Joe Gibbs Racing fans uh, and are more NTJ fans, we appreciate it. Uh, Denny Hamlin did look like he had a really fast car. Mama Seeger, uh, she's on the MTJ bandwagon with me. So excited to see Truex get the win. Uh, we've been waiting for a while for that one. Uh, at least as far as the points race goes, we were excited about the clash and 
and uh, Dan, you and I have uh, have some friends uh, who uh, weren't sure if he still had it in him, and uh, you know, I assure you that he still he still has it in him to win races. Um, and I, I got to give the a tip of the hat. I've I've given James Small a lot of criticism in my time as a MTJ fan. I got to give it to James Small. He made the right call, and uh, and he really had. Uh, the personality about him in today's race to really calm uh, Martin down uh, in a Cole Pern type of way uh, today, because, you know, we saw it on the broadcast. Trix was not happy about the, the call that they made in stage two to stay out a little bit longer. And James small, he said, look, it's going to work out. Just, just keep driving. And, you know, so for, I, I got to give a tip of the hat to James small for that win because it did ultimately work out for them. So, uh, you know, great, great job to see that. It was a great weekend for the Truex family. Ryan getting a win, uh, his first career win. Uh, Truex getting a win after having so, after 54 races without a points win. Uh, and, of course, it was one of Truex's five home tracks, right? So, you know, the... <laughs> You know, so uh, they were able to pick up the win, win there, and uh, a little interesting stat. See, Mike is only in the comments, so I get to be the stat guy. Uh, this was the first track in uh, MTJ's career that he has four career victories at. Um, so that'll be that's interesting, including his uh, first win uh, back in two thousand seven, which was also on a Monday. It was, yeah. Wasn't that in a COT car or no? It wasn't a COT car. Yes. Um, nonetheless, that's a, that'll do it for our, uh, that'll kind of wrap up our, our race review. What a whole lot to talk about as far as that goes. Well, let me rephrase before we move on. Uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't say anything. I'm trying to avoid it. I'm trying to avoid talking about Ross Chastain again. I'll talk uh, about it. I'll talk about it. <laughs> yeah, all right, Zach. Zach, you're volunteering. I'll, I'll let you talk. <laughs> listen, this is this is this is a real problem. You know, listen. It's one thing if you wreck Denny Hamlin. It's one thing if you wreck Chase Elliott. Like I get it to an extent, but come on, man. Brennan Poole and a Rick Ware car. Like we we are above this, man. Like you were once one of the poverty guys. This is like me going out and going to Justin's house and punching Justin in the face. Like, no, man, Justin and I are on the same team. Like, we are both Toyota fans. We ride. He's a JG. He's a Truex fan first. I'm a Denny Hamlin fan first, but we ride the Toyota wave kind of together. Chastain was one of them. He was one of the poverty guys. Uh, You know, he was used to running 35th being in the way. And all of a sudden, man, now we're going to sit here and run over guys and stuff like there was not much more Brendan Poole could do. I mean, you know, I mean, yeah, I guess he tried to help out Austin Dillon, you know. What can you say? Austin Dillon would get, was getting his ass kicked by Rick Warecar. Uh, maybe that's his fault. Maybe it's Austin Dillon's fault. But I don't know, man. Just uh, sorry. Sorry can't cut it anymore. Like, sorry is – sorry only goes so far, you know. It doesn't count for the thousands and thousands of dollars in wrecked race cars and stuff that he's costing and. You know, if this uh, 15 car doesn't, you know, finish top 35 with the points and NASCAR revokes their charter, I mean, 
I certainly hope they at least circle this one as a reason possibly why. You know, I, I want to point out based on, uh, you know, you talk about that incident with uh, with Brennan Poole. Uh, the five car was also, uh, <laughs> you know, the five car was also collected in that uh, as as collateral damage. Mama Seeger says uh, he said he was going to apologize, but if you keep doing it, how sorry are you? Are you really? Uh, exactly. If I rob a bank one time and I'm like, hey, man, I'm sorry I robbed the bank. Maybe I'm sorry. But if I've done it five times, then it just becomes a bad habit. This is a bad habit he has. Or, you know, he's like a like a, a toddler, you know, where he sees the cookie in the cookie jar and grabs the cookie out the jar and then the jar shuts on his hand. Like, he, I, I, I refuse to believe, and I, I want to believe that Ross Chastain is just as bad, but I know he's not. So clearly this is something else. Um, but sorry, sorry doesn't fix it, man. Yeah, he needs. I don't know anybody. Like <laughs> I don't know anybody who's ever apologized for robbing a bank. I'm, I'm just going to throw that out there. There's got to be someone out there that, especially Dan, if they got away with it. Dan, you know? do you know anyone that's robbed a bank? <laughs> I cannot confirm nor deny. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's because uh, Dan was I You mean, know, maybe I, the robbing I, the banks. Uh, maybe the robbing the banks. Though, this, okay, you know, like you know, you were five years old and you stole the cookie out your grandma's cookie jar. You know, and your grandma catches you. You can't just say sorry and eat the cookie over and over again. I mean, he finished second, or what? Yeah, what second, right? Yeah, third, second, yeah. But I mean, but that's uh, that's where the whole if 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 there's no repercussions for it, he's going to continue to do it. And and well, there were repercussions for it, and the NASCAR stuck their foot over it with Denny Hamlin. Someone's Denny, out here uh, trying to take care of business, and the NASCAR is is kind of caught. And NASCAR shuts it down. Don't you worry. Drivers, don't you worry. Drivers Zach. are tied with their hands behind their back. That's I don't the think problem. they are. They just need to learn to keep their mouth shut about it after the fact. Don't don't you worry. Well, no, Zach. NASCAR picks and chooses. If you have a NASCAR sanctioned podcast, like Corey LaJoy does, you can admit to wrecking or wanting to wreck whoever you want. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't yes, think Corey just, has, has LaJoy admitted to that about anybody yes, specifically. Yes, he did. He admitted to uh, trying yeah. to wreck Kyle Busch yeah, he did. at Martinsville. He, oh, did he? Uh, yeah. I don't really watch his and podcast. And he didn't get any so. suspension. I didn't see anything, any <laughs> finer points. But Denny Hamlin, you know, comes out and gets it. So, uh, sorry. I mean, NASCAR, NASCAR, uh, I mean, if NASCAR is not going to let them handle it, and NASCAR is not going to let the drivers handle it, then there's few people that can enforce it. Matt That's Nicholson. right, Matt. Matt Nicholson, he's on he's on the Zachary Bell train. He, That's right. I mean, yeah. I'm not I, saying I, I still think there penalized. could be repercussions. Just keep your mouth shut. Like, I'm not saying LaJoy should be penalized. But what I am saying is there's a double standard there. But, I mean, if the drivers can't enforce Ross Chastain, and NASCAR's not going to enforce Ross Chastain, which it should be the drivers, it should be left on the racetrack, I agree. Then, like, what are we to do? Well, I mean, I, I I agree, but I mean, last season NASCAR really didn't cut down anybody trying to retaliate against him. Obviously, we saw the the whole Gateway race where you know the whole race was pretty much cat and mouse. But um, I mean, I I just think you know, hey, keep your mouth shut, settle between yourself, talk about it behind closed doors. You won't have an issue. 
You know, I'm glad that Mike actually brought up the the point that he did in the comments uh, about being a Dale Earnhardt fan. I don't actually have a problem with how Chastain races, but I wish he'd own it. You know, if if you're going to be that guy, be that guy. I mean, you know, go don't go out and apologize for it. If that's how you race and that's how you want to race, that's, I mean, that's fine. Uh, I do agree with Mike. You know, you got to be willing to take what you give you know, cause eventually drivers are going to get tired of it and they're going to do the same thing to you. Um, but don't go out and say, you know, Oh, I need to apologize to him. Be the Dale Earnhardt, be the guy who said, yeah, I wrecked them. You know, they ran my way. I don't care. You know, and if they have a problem with it, they can, we can sail it on the track next week, but more right. often there than- are, there are ways to handle this. You know, it's either be the say, sorry and, and fix it, own it. And just embrace it. Like this is this is the part where like Ross Chastain is falling short, and like this is where like he's getting old. Like people like your mom, Mama Seager, saying like it's getting old, is because he's in the middle lane of it all. He's doing it. He's not actually seeming to be sorry because he's not caring to fix it, and he's not embracing it. Be the villain. Be that guy. Like own it, man. Hey, look, I'd love to. I'd love to go down and say, hey, I cannot stand Ross Chastain but I respect him because he owns the way he races. But quite frankly, I can't even respect him because he doesn't own the own his stuff on the track. Like, yeah, it's these like, sorry's in the post race, but you know, three weeks from now, you know, he's going to run somebody else over and this, we're going to have this same conversation. Yeah. Be the good guy or be the bad guy. I, I mean, yeah. either, either pick, you know, apologize and and fix yourself on the racetrack or don't apologize and just keep doing what you're doing and own it. But, you know, but, but nonetheless, um, Kyle Larson, ultimately uh, he got back on track, by the way, Zachary Williams, uh, if I send you a, uh, a Christmas card later this year, can you make sure it gets to Kyle Larson? Absolutely. Because uh, <laughs> before that caution came out, I thought for a fact Kyle Larson had just handed the win to to Truex there. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, Ch- Chastain's lucky that that's all he got from Larson, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. He um, should have dumped him. So, um, so yeah. Okay, well, I, Larson didn't want to get fined. But, yeah, I'm, I'm going to give you a uh, – I'm going to give you a Christmas card, and you can send it to, to Kyle Larson for me. I got you. Um, so <laughs> just uh, for from the from the scuff scuff seeker here at Run On Scuffs for helping MTJ get the win. Nonetheless, we had a uh, a crazy weekend uh, in Dover. Uh, the Cup race was filled with a bit of chaos. Uh, before we move on, I, there's one more thing I got to mention. Uh, just from the weekend, did anybody see Noah Gregson's haircut? Yeah. The, uh, Thankfully, my parents never did that to me as a child. Are we? But I did have flashbacks to my fourth and fifth grade class. <laughs> are we? Are we bringing back the the bowl cut? Uh, Corey LaJoy doesn't even have the mullet anymore, and it, you know Noah Gregson. He mentioned the the mullet that and. Is, is is this the way to go? I mean, we all know that Noah Gregson has a personality, but 
If he uh, wins, if he wins, he's gonna keep that bowl cut. I mean, like we mentioned in the group cut. chat that we have with with some other friends of ours, Justin. Listen, when you're that far back in points, you you gotta get attention somehow. That's true. I mean, you know, you gotta you gotta do what you gotta do. Uh, he no longer no longer dominating the Xfinity series, huh? I mean, the only person behind him in, in points as far as full time drivers is Ty Dillon, and I mean, it's Ty Dillon. Very true. What well, what well, goes to show you that the uh, the former driver of the forty two and the uh, the current driver of the forty two doesn't have a whole lot of difference there. And they they both used to be sponsored by uh, by Bass Pro Shops. So, <laughs> but nonetheless, uh, all right, we're going to move on to uh, to our next segment. We've got a few stories that we got to talk about. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and get into our scuff stories segment. We don't have quite as many uh, as we did last week, but uh, first and foremost, we've got to talk about the uh, <laughs> Mike. God, I hope that haircut isn't coming back. Mike, if yeah. he wins, we all have to get that haircut. That's the rule. That is not the rule. No, funny. Rule. we did not agree to that. Mike, if Harvick goes winless, you have to wear, rock that haircut all next season. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm down for that. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, afraid. uh, all right, so if Phoenix, uh, if Kevin Harvick doesn't have a win by Phoenix, I'm except I'm going to be expecting Mike's resignation. <laughs> uh, He's fully departed with Harvick. Yeah, that's. Oh, uh, uh, anyway, our fir- first uh, and foremost, the story that we've got to talk about here: uh, Alex Bowman. He's out three to four weeks after a uh, sprint car incident. Uh, last week, Josh Berry uh, filled in for him today uh, at Dover, and will uh, for the next two to three races will fill in for him. Um, if if Josh Berry gets a win bef- while he's substitute driving, um, do you think he'd get a waiver? I mean, I no. I doubt it because he's full time Xfinity, but. <laughs> I mean, I mean at, this, at this point, take Ty Dillon out of the 77, let Hendrick basically supply that car and run a fifth full-time driver. No, no, don't, don't, don't do that to, to Josh Berry. I mean, I know you're saying Hendrick supply the car, but I, I don't I know. Could I get it. Well, we know that 77 ain't going to go forward at all on the track. So Hey, it does have a win. Just with Justin Haley. I was at that. That's, that, was the, that was the win I was at. I was at Justin Haley's win at Daytona. That was a yeah, two-day soak fest. You know, when you have a super speedway as your home track, you really get like, you really get some interesting moments. Like, uh, how many people get to say they were at Tate Fogelman's career win? You know, I've seen Carson Hose of our Brandon, Brandon Browns. Yes. Yeah. So Michael McDowell. <laughs> Uh, was it he, uh, he, he he lucked into that one for sure. I was at he, a, I was at uh, Stenhouse's first career win as well. Back in the, there you go. Oh, who was that guy that won in the truck series um, before Fogelman? Uh, Spencer Boyd. Spencer Boyd. There we go. Yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, Alex Bowman, he's out uh, three to four weeks. You know, I know we, we've talked about this about, and, you know, we had a whole debate on whether they should allow or, or not allow, you know, drivers to do extracurricular activities. But 
regardless uh, of your stance on that, Hancock Motorsports has just had some really bad luck this year to, with that as, as far as that goes. I guarantee um, all offsets. their next contracts will only allow them to drive vehicles built and supplied by Hendrick Motorsports. That's all they're cheating on the track, though, so I'm not too concerned. Yeah, but even when they got caught cheating and had to fix it, they still won the race. So, I mean, should yeah, you be concerned? The appeal. Probably so. Yeah. Thanks for giving them the right louvers. Yeah. Uh, it, it worked for two of them, and then the other two it really didn't. But Yeah. Of course, one was one was Barry in a, in like his second fill-in race. So, but uh, nonetheless, we're going to get back to to Josh Barry a little bit later in the show. I think you guys are going to enjoy that. Um, Dale Jarrett is going to drive the pace car at Darlington. Uh, another, you know, NASCAR has been bringing back all the legends and stuff for uh, uh, for Darlington with it being Throwback Week. So uh, that'll be really cool uh, to get. Dale Jarrett in at Darlington. That'll be Mother's Day weekend, uh, just two weeks away, actually. So, uh, also two weeks away, uh, Kyle Larson is going to drive the number ten colleague car uh, at Darlington. So, uh, Kyle Larson is going to have some some extra experience. Zach, are you going to be rooting for for Kyle Larson during that race as a Hendrick fan, or are you? Um, yeah, probably. I, yeah, I think so. I like when they all, when they do that, when they do like double duty. Yeah, that was, uh, that'll be interesting. That was the, uh, the last time I remember, uh, that's a good question, Mama Seeker. I'm glad you, I'm glad you thought that what did y'all think of rusty wallace in the booth for dover i thought he was pretty good uh i like i liked his point of view it was cool to hear i, what I he thought had he had say. a good yeah zach what uh what do you think about rusty wallace in the booth well he kept saying doggone <laughs> hey that's the hey you gotta be... fast today <laughs> that 11 car is gonna lose because it's doggone pit crew like i know rusty no he was great <laughs> it makes me miss the espn days in a way uh, until we get booted off the network, of course. But, uh, you know, that happens now, so who cares? <laughs> yeah, I, I thought he did really good. I, I enjoyed it. He was one of my, you know, one of my more favorite ones. I'm really excited for Kansas because I think Kurt Busch uh, brings a lot of, you know, a lot of insight, especially being a driver that has driven these next-gen cars. Uh, even and if just for, Yeah, and, and won uh, in them. You know, even if only for half a season has, you know, he's been in these cars. He's helped test these cars. Um, and I think Kurt Busch really adds a lot of insight. So I'm excited for him. But, yeah, Rusty Wallace did really good. And uh, <laughs> oddly enough, uh, Mama Seeger will, will tell you, uh, we grew up in a, in a household that we're not Rusty Wallace fans. My dad was not a Rusty Wallace fan. So <laughs> we uh, he was one that we always loved to hate. But. Probably my uh, favorite, like Fox guest of the year so far is Rusty Wallace. I think, you know. Yeah, I I, I can. I mean, say unless that. they can unless they that, get yeah. Dale Junior again, you know, last year they had Junior at Talladega. That was the highlight of all their the rotating commentators was Junior at Talladega. But uh, unless they get him back for like Sonoma or, or something before the NBC switch, then I can't imagine 
I get to imagine I'm going to have someone I like more than Rusty Wallace. Maybe Kurt Busch this weekend. Um, like you, Justin, I agree, Kurt will be great. And it will be nice that he won't be overshadowed. I don't want to say Kurt was overshadowed by Gunter Steiner, but the whole Coda race with Gunter and Chase Elliott, it was just too much going on there. Yeah. So I'm excited to let Kurt shine. I was, I'll say this, Zach. I, I will say as far as Fox doing this rotating personality for the last two years, I don't know how they had Jamie McMurray for the Coke 600 and didn't offer him a full-time contract immediately after. I I thought Jamie McMurray did incredible for the Coke 600 last year, and I hope that we see him in the booth again. Um, maybe. But uh, anyway, moving moving on there, Zach, you're uh, you're breaking up just a little bit, but. You were doing well there for he's a bit. Frozen on, he's frozen on my screen. I think we may have, may have got him fixed. But uh, talking about uh, drivers, Kyle Larson, he's coming to the colleague Xfinity uh, car at Darlington. Uh, we have a Craftsman truck debut at Kansas for uh, Tricon. Uh, ARCA, full time ARCA driver Tony Breidinger is uh, going to be driving the number one for Tricon Garage in the Craftsman Truck Series at Kansas. That'll be this weekend. So really cool to see her get uh, her debut. Dan, you and I were talking about that uh, a few days ago. Uh, I like it. I think it's a. I think it's going to be a good one. Um, you know, we'll get to see what she can do uh, in relatively top tier equipment for for the Truck Series. What do you think about that? Yeah, um, and I like that it's at a track that's not super super technical. Um, it's you know it's it's a mile and a half, yes, um, but it's Kansas. It's not super difficult to drive. Uh, I think it's it's a good you know test just to see. I mean, like you said, she's been driving the Arca series, so she's been to some of these tracks. Um, I know she she's she's fairly good at um, the super speedways. I know she was having a good run at Talladega here recently until she kind of got booted out of line, um, but. I'm excited to see just how she does. Um, Tricon, obviously, they've kind of taken that step forward with the with the Toyota team with the KBM kind of switch it over to Chevrolet. But um, I'm, I'm excited to see it. I uh, can't wait to to see just how well she does. Uh, I, I was never sold on Haley Deegan personally. I think she's a great driver, but I, I don't I don't think she's going to be the top female driver of the future like they say she was. Um, so I'm excited to see another young female driver who's you know eager. And um, has kind of proven herself a little bit as well to come in and uh, maybe maybe challenge Haley for that top female spot in the sport. Yeah, for sure. Uh, always great to see uh, you know more young female drivers come up and and challenge one another and and you know and challenge their their male counterparts as well. So uh, hopefully she does really well at, at Kansas. Uh, she has a great truck to to do it. I think so. Uh, NASCAR and SiriusXM have signed a multi-year extension, giving them uh, media rights. The NASCAR uh, has a channel on SiriusXM that will continue for years to come. And, uh, of course, they'll be broadcasting the races on there as well. Um, so a great media partnership uh, for NASCAR and for SiriusXM as well. Um, RCR's Martinsville penalty. Uh, if you guys remember Austin Dillon, he was penalized after uh, after Martinsville. 
uh, they decided that they were going to appeal that. That appeal will be tomorrow. So hopefully we'll have some uh, some news to share tomorrow about that. And uh, our last piece of, uh, of news, we talked about it last week. We started to get into it. We've had four drivers since our last episode uh, last Monday. Four other drivers get added to NASCAR's 75 greatest drivers. Uh, Ron Hornaday Jr., uh, Jeff Burton, Dale Earnhardt Jr., and Bobby Labonte uh, all added. Um, Dan, are there any any of those drivers stick out to you that you're really excited to see on that list? Uh, I mean, I I grew up an Earnhardt fan, so him and him and his dad both. I I always you know love to see anything when they're getting recognized. Um, I personally was a huge Ron Hornaday fan back in the day. Um, especially whenever he tried to go to cup uh, in 2001 with the AJ Foyt racing in the 14 Toyota or 14 Pontiac. Sorry. Um, but uh, I mean, he, he was always a force to be reckoned with uh, in the truck series. I mean, there was nothing, nothing um, that would ever stop him from winning a race. The greatest restart driver in the truck series all time, in my opinion, um, you get a late race restart and you got Ron up there in the top two rows. He's going to do, pretty much anything and everything he can to make sure he gets that win. And nine times out of 10, he'd come out on top. Um, but Jeff Burton, obviously in the garage area, they call him the mayor. Um, he's always been a, a big name uh, in, in the, in the garage area, as far as uh, going to NASCAR about safety issues and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I'm probably run Hornaday would be the one that sticks out the most to me, just because a lot of times people don't always look at the lower series. And I mean, he was a, he's a, he's a truck guy. That's, that, that's his thing. That's his forte. Did the best in it. Yeah, he went and you know ran cup and Xfinity as well. But the trucks is just where he just dominated. Yeah, really, really cool to see him, uh, you know, get his flowers. I was really happy to see Bobby Labonte, and it was really cool on uh, on NASCAR Race Hub to see Terry Labonte get to uh, to give him that uh, that honor. Uh, of course, Terry Labonte, he's he's a part of that list as well. So really cool to see Bobby and and Terry, another another set of brothers. Uh, in NASCAR on that list. So uh, really cool. <clears throat> Moving on, we're going to uh, to go ahead and move on into our, our next segment here. Uh, we did a little bit of, uh, little, I'm going to give you guys a little bit of a behind the scenes uh, swerve here. Uh, we had planned a debate segment tonight and uh, we completely scrapped that like literally 12 minutes before the show. Um, and, uh, we ended up, uh, we ended up making a, uh, the decision to, uh, have a little bit of fun and, uh, we're going to have another segment of feel goods or flats. And we know that you guys, uh, at home, you guys love to participate in this. Uh, so we love that, uh, you guys get the opportunity to be interactive with us. Um, and we've got a few good ones for you. So, uh, <clears throat> For those of you who are watching, if you haven't uh, if you haven't seen this before, it's pretty simple. I'm going to say a statement. Uh, if you guys think it's a it's a positive statement, if you guys agree with it, you say it's a feel good. If you uh, if you don't agree with it, you say it's a flat. So let's go ahead and get into it. Starting off, we've got a few here at Kansas. Both 2311 drivers won races uh, in Kansas last year. Here's my statement for you. 2311 Racing will have both of their drivers finish in the top five at Kansas this weekend. 
Is that a feel good or a flat? Zach Bell, I'm going to start with you. Uh, I'm going to go flat. All right. Zach, Zach Bell says that's a flat. Dan, what say you? I'm actually going to agree with Zach. I'm going to say flat. I uh, I think they potentially can, but I, I don't think it's going to happen. Mama Seeker's going to put in a flat, a lot of flats on that one. Zach Williams, what say you? I'm jumping on the flat train. Jumping on the flat train. Well, I'll tell you, uh, after seeing how well 2311 ran there, I'm going to be uh, – I'll, I'll be the sole uh, person on the feel-good train. I'll be there by myself. I think that's a feel-good. Um, Let me say this, though, on this. The reason why I said flat is because the Mothership Toyota team is going to come in and they're gonna they're gonna carry the torch here this weekend. Uh, Justin, you're you're a Martin Truex man. You know what happens to the the side chick team at Toyota. Anytime they start picking up some momentum, you know, Big Daddy comes in and whips it out on them. As long so, as this uh, the as long as this the nineteen carrying the carrying the torch, I don't care. <laughs> right. Well, what I'm saying is, is, you know, Daddy Joe's not gonna sit here and get whipped around by. By his, you know, his uh, protege Diddy Hamlin, twenty three eleven. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to team. Yeah, yeah when yeah. Furniture Road exactly, did that, right? we, we saw how that ended up. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's what I'm saying. So, beat yeah. me with my own equipment? What? <laughs> no! <laughs> how dare you? Yeah, so right. I mean, I don't think he's going to run twenty three eleven out of business. This is, and I also don't think he ran Furniture Road out. But I, I do think that. Uh, I do think that uh, Joe Gibbs is going to make sure there's something extra special to not get beat again in both races by the 2311 cars. All right. Here's uh, another one uh, for Kansas this weekend. Uh, Ford has three drivers finishing inside the top 10 at Kansas this weekend. Uh, Zach Williams, I'm going to start with you. We're going to go reverse order this time. you think that's a feel good or a flat? I say feel good on that one. All right, Dan, what say you on that one? I'm going to say it's a feel-good, and I'm even going to name one of the drivers. Brad K. the man's getting hot. Zach Bell, what say you? Is that a feel-good or a flat? That's a flat, folks. Is that because of the Toyota dominance there? That Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> hey, I, I, I'm okay with it. I'm... Well, hey, there, there's, only, there's only six Toyotas in the field, so that still leaves four spots. I mean, Ford can fill those three. There's four. There's four Hendrick drivers. Just saying. I, I know. <laughs> okay. You know what? <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to sit here and call out the entire top ten. But if I had to, I mean, Dan hit the head. I'm like, if a Ford driver is going to be in the top ten, the first one I'm thinking of is probably Brad Keselowski at this rate, which says a lot about the Ford program. Um, no offense to Brad. Brad is great. RFK is mid. <laughs> Um, and that, that is a uh, red flag as to how the Ford program is going right now. But uh, I'll, I'll stop commentating on each of these. It's probably not a good idea. I, f- I feel like Pinsky may be crashing hey, and, I, and imploding on themselves. Hey, I love the I love the commentary. Mama Seeger well, says that's a flat. Mike says it's a feel good. Of course uh, he does. Mike, <sighs> Mike's feel good. Mike's one of Mike's is that four car. I'm going to say that that's a it's a flat. I'm going to say I think two drivers, uh, two four drivers finished in the top ten, and uh, I'll even name them. I think it's going to be Kevin Harvick and Joey Logano. You're just trying to butter up Ryan. 
Yeah, he's trying to bring him over. And Daff. <laughs> look, look whose buns he's buttering tonight. Well, look, when when apparently his heart belongs in Ohio. Dan's trying to eat that sweet Hawaiian roll. <laughs> I got a pack on the counter. I'm gonna go. So do I, man. <laughs> <laughs> when uh, when Brad comes to Texas, he's definitely signing my buns. <laughs> Might butter them too. I have to butter up Mike and Ryan because when Zach, when you have internet issues and Dan's having tummy issues, I gotta have people to replace you guys on the show if you guys are out. <laughs> Last week I had tummy issues too. Hey, listen, I'll just go sit on the toilet during this if we have to. Like, you know, I yeah. I would prefer you didn't. Or I would I mean I say I'd prefer you did, but just not being on camera while you <laughs> he's gonna boost the ratings. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's running Man, on Sharks podcast. Which <laughs> which uh which NASCAR team refer- <laughs> which NASCAR team represents Dan in this current state? <laughs> Rick Ware. Probably, yeah, I'm about to say probably Rick Ware. Rick Maybe Ware. Fast Lane. Who knows? No, <laughs> Legacy Legacy Motor Club. It's got to be them because they're, I mean, talk about expectations versus reality. Oh. Uh, three car. So what you're sh- saying is it's a shit show. <laughs> <laughs> I might put the ratings in the tank. That's Tommy Williams on that one. Uh, we have a lot of fun here. Um, all right, so uh, Zach, I kind of know your uh, your thoughts on this one here, but I'll go ahead and give it to you. This one, this is our last one, uh, referring strictly to this weekend in Kansas. Uh, five Toyotas finish inside the top ten. That's a feel hey. good. All six. Zach's going with all six. Damn, what say you on that one? Top ten, three. Well, so that's a flat from Dan. Zach, what uh, Zach Williams? What say you on that one? I'm going flat on that one. I'm gonna go flat. All right. Sorry, Zach. It's okay. It's okay. I mean, I didn't expect you to agree. You got right. to leave room for all your Hendrick guys, and then some. Right. I gotta have room for them somewhere. You know, NASCAR's got to get chased in the playoffs. Mama Seager says that one's a flat. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna say feel good, but it's very close. I'm gonna say it's exactly five. I don't think Ty Gibbs uh, finishes in the top ten, but I think the other five do. It's incredible. Um, you think Ty Gibbs is the weak link of the six Toyotas here? This is the uh, this is the incredible. See, when I said it's obviously six, the eleven, was, at... no, <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say the, the twenty three. Well, the twenty three. No, the driver of the 23 is actually one at Kansas, and Ty Gibbs Ooh. hasn't. So, I mean. Ty Gibbs hasn't I mean, run a, sure a cup race at Kansas yet. Is it yeah, he yeah. his first one there? He hasn't won a cup, run, ran a cup race at Kansas, has he? Yeah, he did. Yeah, last he year, did. Whenever, oh, when Kurt Busch was out. That's right. That's he, right. Ran the, he, he ran the 23. Okay. Oh. I forgot about that. Yeah, my bad. No. I mean. but what is, He's like, had, like, what, like four or five straight top ten finishes? I mean, he's, don't get me wrong. Ty Gibbs has done really good. I just don't think that, you know, I, I think Kansas is a very cookie-cutter type track. I think the cream of the crop kind of rises to the to the top, and I think you're going to have – I do think you're going to get five Toyotas, but I also think you're going to get some Hendrick drivers, and I think you're going to get a couple of your top Ford guys in there as well. So, um, you know, top 15, 
you know, top 15, top 12 for sure, uh, I think, for Ty Gibbs. But. Well, bookmark this moment on the show. Next week when we all come back together, if there's six Toyotas, I want to – Zach was right. <laughs> I, I have a you win graphic, and I'll put that up for you. That's right. I actually just want an entire <laughs> moment on the show dedicated to myself. Nobody else, just me on the screen. The I, I, I also have a graphic for if there's not. Six. Yes. So, yeah. I have a graphic mm-hmm. for either way. Don't worry. <laughs> That's fine. I, I have the checkered flags. I'm just saying. I've, 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 I should have had a third one, but last week we just did a draft instead of a debate. So, but I did win the draft. <laughs> Look, we were supposed to. Like, we were supposed to have a debate tonight too, and we, that we is true. did not. So, uh, well, hey, keep your head on a pivot or pivot. <laughs> All right, here's a here's another uh, feel good or flat here. This one's regarding to the season as a whole. Uh, three drivers that currently sit below the cut line will make the playoffs in 2023. Is that a feel good or a flat? Let me let me pull up the standings here because <laughs> I I have one in mind. Yes, I'll got- I'll kick us I, I'll I'll kick us off here. Uh, I I'm gonna say it's a feel good. I'm gonna say. Uh, Chase Elliott, he gets in. Daniel Suarez manages to point his way in. And uh, I'm going to say it somehow magically happens again. I'm going to say Austin Dillon is going to magically win his way uh, into the playoffs somewhere. So uh, anyone else have, have anything on that, Tommy Williams? <laughs> he says I, that is a, uh, that's a feel good. I agree with one of those for sure. Well, two of those. Um, and I already know which two are falling out. Uh, one, because he's not going to win when he comes back from injury. Um, I'm going to say no, it's a flat because I, I, I only see Suarez and, and Elliot making it in. Um, like Austin Dillon's just, he's not quite where, uh, where uh, Kyle Busch is this season. So I'm going to say in, no. In all fairness, Dan, he's never where he needs to be, except for that, that one is, race. That is true. That, that is true. But I think there's going to be too many drivers with a need uh, need need to win to get in um, at Daytona, and I, I think he's just going to get out, out raced. All right. <clears throat> Either of the two, Zachs, what's a, uh, what's a you? Zach Bell, what do you think on that? Um, man, I'm gonna go feel good. Um, I think Chase Elliott gets in, right? That's that's the easy one, right? It's mm-hmm. the gimme. Uh, there's still plenty of road courses left, so I'm gonna give AJ Allmendinger a chance. And I, following the road course logic, I'm gonna I'm gonna say one of Ty Gibbs or Austin Cindric gets in. Yeah, I could I could see that. Dan, I see your face. Ty Gibbs is seventeenth in points. He's eighteenth in points. Um, oh, eighteenth. And it's not, th- it's not unreasonable to think. I think you're giving him too much credit to the Toyota Brigade. He's still a rookie. I don't see it happening. That's just me. I mean, interesting. Mama Seeger, she says that's a feel good. Uh, that's right. Uh, Zach Williams, what do you think on that? Is that a feel good or a flat? I say feel good. 
I think it's going to be Chase. I think Almondinger, like Zach was saying, with the road courses. And I think that uh, Corey LeJoy might sneak a win in there somewhere. Atlanta. We Ooh. still have another Atlanta race coming up. That's uh... Man, that would be so Boy. fun. And we uh, have this, the regular season finale with Daytona. He could win that, too. You yeah, know, I'm going to be there for that. Yeah. You're going to be uh... – can you imagine, uh, Zach? You could be there to capture LaJoy's crowning achievement, getting that, getting that win, and getting him in the playoffs. That'd be cool. That'd be awesome. All right, here's a uh, here's another fun one that I think a lot of people will uh, will be interested in. <clears throat> Feel good or flat? Josh Berry will have a full time Cup opportunity in 2024. Feel good. Flat. All right, we had two. Uh, we had two quick ones there. Uh, okay, Zach Williams, tell me why you think that's a feel good. Um, I just think that he's been doing so well. Like he actually finished ahead of Chase Elliott. Today. I was talking to you guys about that before the show that I was like noticing that he was doing really, really well today, and he's just getting better and better, more comfortable in the Cup cars. There, uh, there's at least one spot I know for sure that's opening up next year. It's a different manufacturer, but who knows? If you're good, you're good. Well, the comment section seems to agree with you. Ryan, uh, Mama Seeger, both I know are, are Josh Berry fans. Uh, they say feel good. Mike and Tommy Williams as well say that that's a feel good. Zach, why do you feel that that's a flat? Uh, I just think that's a year too early, right? Um, here's the thing. I, I, I know that the four is going to open up. I'm sure that there are other cars that could open up, possibly the 19, um, some maybe some low-end Chevy rides. But I really think that Josh Berry is holding out, and this is this is Dale's plan, and he is Dale's driver. You know, this is the uh, this is like when Senior found Steve Park. You know, a short track racer through and through. This is the same sort of thing here. Um, I think he's going to go to Cup of Junior in 2025. That is my prediction. So uh, I do think he goes Cup racing. I could see him in a partial effort next year for someone. Maybe the uh, Spire 77 or something in a partial uh, alliance sort of thing between the two, like JRM and, uh, and Spire or something. But um, I think he's holding out for Dale Jr. And I think that's his, that's his opportunity. And um, I just don't see the, the charter opening up until 2025. I could see Rick Ware getting rid of a charter before, before then with their recent, you know, some of their recent issues. But – yeah, it's just so hard to predict the charter game, right? And, and like, it feels like that Denny Hamlin is still on the look for a third charter, it sounds like. Um, colleague, I mean, they're running Chandler Smith part-time in a couple of races this year. So you get the impression they're looking for uh, a charter, possibly Project 91 at, at, at uh, Track House, right? Yeah, I get the rumor, bro, but, like, these things, until they're confirmed, right, you know, the, the rumors are rumors, and you know what I mean? Um, I mean, this is Cow Tracer we're talking about, sending them out. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll verify this the weekend of the Cook 600, Ryan. I, I get it, and I want Josh Berry to be cup racing next year. I just – I mean, like I said, to me, this is, to me his, his ticket is Dale Jr. And uh, it just depends on when you think JRM is going to go cup racing. Well, I tell you, I think that uh, there's two opportunities at a different manufacturer, and that's why I think it's feel good. Uh, I think that there are two opportunities – uh, at SHR, and I think it's the four and the ten. Uh, I don't know. Eric Amarola hasn't uh, hasn't really given his plans yet. 
I mean, in the case of SHR, even for the four car, I mean, are you willing to bank on on Riley Herbst? Riley Herbst, I mean, he brings his own sponsorship with Monster. That's, I mean, that might be a Zach's something. driver. Cole yeah. Custer, Cole Custer has, program. <laughs> I mean, they just got Cole Custer out of out of the Cup Series, and I, at least at this point, I don't know if I see him performing well enough to just throw him into that spot. So maybe you look around to a, you know, to a Josh Berry for someone to fill the the four car or even the ten uh, if Eric Almarola decides to you know, decides to split. So I get that. You never know the my, thing about the, my thing about the four car is there. I feel like the, if, if Ford has any saying it, it's going to be Zane Smith, right? Or Riley Herbst. I mean, I think me, more I mean, than Riley. I, I, mean, I don't think Riley's really options, like though, right? a like, Ford specific driver. I mean, I'll be completely honest. I think Zane Smith is going to go to the 38. I think they're, you know, Todd Gillen's probably going to get the boot, even though I don't think he maybe should. Maybe Todd Gillen should go to the four car. Maybe, like, maybe I mean, McDowell retires. Well. I don't yeah, know. Make that, yeah. uh, um, but the other one I thought of was was John Hernemichek. I mean, it, there's some mutual sponsorship that's been shared, you know, from his days at KBM with Mobile One and and stuff like that. So, like, maybe he has some pre-existing relationships there. And if Mobile One wants to step up and foot that bill, I, I get the logic of Josh Berry. Definitely, if the seat's open, right, he's got to be on the short list of contenders for it. But it depends on, like, how deep the field is for that four car, you know? Well, I think I John think Hunter is – I mean, I think John Hunter is waiting for the 19 to open up, right? Like, I mean – Probably. That's probably what happens, right? Like, John Hunter to the 19 or a third 23-11, you know, whatever happens for him, right? I mean, something's going to happen, but like, I'm just saying, it just depends on what options really are available. Like, what's a what comes close and what is reality, right? Mm-hmm. All right, so I've got one more before we uh, wrap up this uh, feel goods or flat segment. Zach Williams, you're gonna like this one. Uh, Chase Elliott will win three races before the playoffs start. Is that a feel good or a flat? Zach, I'm gonna Zach Williams. I'm gonna start with you. Mm, that's a tough one, man. Because I want it to be a feel good so bad, but it's that's tough to do. That's a tough order. I'm gonna say feel good. I'm gonna go with my gut. Feel good. All right, Dan. What about you? Uh, I'm gonna say flat. There's only 13 races left before the playoffs start, and I just I I mean he won the the race at Dover last year. Um, he just, I feel like he just isn't where he needs to be just yet. Uh, I know he was out earlier in the season um, for the injury, but I don't, I don't think he's back 100%. And I think by the time he does get back 100%, it's going to be too late to get three wins in before the playoffs. The comment section seemed to be on board with you there. That's a, they say flat. Mama Seeker says flat, maybe two. Uh, Zach Bell, what do you think on that? Is that a feel good or a flat? For- Oh, can I paint the picture? Can I paint the picture? <laughs> no, it's a flat. If this has to be a flat, if my multiple drivers making the playoffs, like the way they get in is, is a feel good, then Chase winning three races most likely has to be a flat. 
Right. Well, as I say, I there's see, three road courses the, and a street race left. Right. I mean, I, so between the street race and the road courses, like those are really good opportunities. I mean, Chase can go out and win anywhere. I mean, he's he's. I mean, I like to you know dump on him as a you know he couldn't win on an oval for a while, but realistically, he can win anywhere any week. Um, so it's not so much that the opportunities won't be there, but there's just Dan said it. There's only 13 races, and so. You got to imagine that Kyle Larson's going to win more races. You've got to imagine that Ross Chastain's going to find his way to victory lane. Uh, Denny Hamlin, hopefully, right? As long as his picker doesn't keep messing himself over. Uh, Christopher Bell's probably going to win again. Like, there's just, it's not like anybody's really dominated the season and then everybody else has kind of been hunting back in the pack, you know? They're all relatively even on wins. And so I feel like, and more drivers haven't won yet. And so I just think that, um, It'd be really hard. You're really predicting quite a dominant run from Chase to get three and thirteen, after missing, you know, what like six. You know, I think he would. I think he would have had to one one already for me to feel comfortable saying he's getting the three. That's an interesting. Uh, interesting take. I'm gonna say. Uh, I'm gonna say it's a flat. Um, I kind of feel like Mama Seager does. I think it's. I think two. Uh, I think Watkins Glen and Sonoma maybe. You know, being his his two best bets, um, you know, maybe he sneaks in somewhere else, but the summer stretch doesn't typically bode well for for Chase Elliott. Granted, this time it's going to have to. I mean, that you know, I know last year he had a had a good summer stretch, but you know, this time it's going to have to. The only thing I could see is you know if we see Chase Elliott pull off a a Kyle Busch twenty fifteen esque type run, you know, to get himself in. Of course, you know now Chase Elliott doesn't have to worry about trying to get in the top thirty in points. Now it's you know now it's just getting the win and getting in. So we will see how it goes uh, as the season goes on, and. Uh, That'll wrap it up for our feel goods uh, or flat segment. We uh, we enjoyed all the comments. I appreciate you guys playing along with us. And uh, <clears throat> with that being said, we've got some uh, we've got some picks that we have to make. Uh, so let's go ahead and get into our race preview segment. We've got two races uh, for the national se- uh, national series. We've got Cup and Trucks both at Kansas this week. Uh, Xfinity series. Uh, has I believe their first weekend off of the season. So um, second weekend, they were off at Bristol Dirt. That's right. Yeah, they were off at Bristol. I always forget about Bristol Dirt, which I, Zach, I'm sure you understand that because you commonly try to forget Bristol Dirt. <laughs> yeah, uh, I hate it so much. <laughs> I protested. Uh, I protested. Uh, I will. Hopefully, NASCAR is hearing my voice loud and clear. NASCAR, if you're listening, take it away. NASCAR um, may not hear you, but we definitely hear you. I mean, yeah, we, here's the thing. Hear you. I mean, I can go my long rant, but I'll summarize it as this. I'm not fond of NAS- the Cup Series on dirt, but if we're going to go to dirt, please find a purpose-built dirt track. Don't be doing this to your best track. This, like, Bristol is as NASCAR as NASCAR. It's in the freaking Appalachian Mountains, basically. It's as true blue as true NASCAR can get. It's, uh, man, it. Pisses me off so much. You know what? Let's just not build a new track at Auto Club. Let's just ground up the dirt at Auto Club and have a two-mile dirt track. Just you know, it. honestly, my two-mile dirt dream, track. Like my pipe dream, 
was that when NASCAR announced the reason they were going back to North Wilkesboro at all, um, is that North Wilkesboro was the dirt track. And uh, this is my way to tolerate all of it. We get an uh, exhibition dirt race at North Wilkesboro. But uh, such will not be for me, sadly. Because <laughs> I'm also not a fan of the North Wilkesboro also. So. All right, Zach. Uh, I'm going to go to you first with your uh, your race picks here. We've got Cup and uh, Trucks at Kansas. Who do you have winning? Which Zach? You didn't specify. Uh, Zach Bell. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, I've made it pretty I clear. I what he was talking to. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. I wasn't following. Um, okay. Sorry. I've made it pretty clear uh, on my Cup picks that it's definitely going to be within the JGR camp. Um, I, you might think Zach's going to be him, but it's Christopher Bell. Um. I think that this is a guy who was top top five both races here last year. You know, Toyota as a whole looked fantastic here last year. Um, and I've said it, you know, Daddy Joe ain't going to sit here and let the protege Dennis come out and beat him again. Um, so, to me, it's Christopher Bell in the Cup Series. And in the Truck Series, ah, sheesh. Um, Zane Smith, I think, won. I know he won a race here last year. I can't remember if he won both. So I'm going to go ahead and rock with Zane Smith. Um, I know he's the safe bet in the low-hanging fruit, but um, actually, no, scratch that. I'm going Nick Sanchez. Nick Sanchez. Um, that's my pick. All right. Sorry. Dan, what about uh, what about you? You've got Cup and Trucks at Kansas City. You have one. Well, Zach took my Truck Series driver with Nick Sanchez, so I'm going <laughs> to double up on him. Um I was hoping he would have kept his first pick as Zane Smith, but hey, I'm sure he doubled up on someone else's pick if he did that. So, um, but yes, I'm going to go with uh, with uh, Nick Sanchez for for trucks and for Cup. I, I just have a weird feeling, uh, and and I think uh, Zachary Williams will will like this because I'm going to go with a Hendrick guy. Um, but I just got a weird feeling that Josh Berry is going to get this this weekend. I, I don't know why. Um, I know he's not a full-time Cup Series driver, but I have a feeling in his little substitute role that he's got going on as, as the um, what did what did they uh, call Kenny Wallace back in the day? The the ultimate substitute or something like that. He actually has a contract. He's their official substitute. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I'm I'm gonna go with Josh Berry for for the Cup race. Ryan Hill making his picks. He says Ty Majeski and Kyle Larson. Those are good picks. Uh, Zach Williams. I'm gonna go to you. What do you? Uh, what do you have for us? All right, for trucks, I'm going with Zane Smith, Zach's first pick. Uh, I, I would have yeah. doubled, doubled up on him with that one. but uh, And then he's going to like my cup pick. No one would ever pick me to pick this driver, but Denny Hamlin. I think he wants it. Yeah. He needs a, he needs a win, man. He's, he's, he's fighting for it. He looks really solid. The Gibbs cars are getting better. This These last couple races, they're a close second to Hendrick, Zach. It's okay. It's close second now. <laughs> It's only, it's only May. It's barely May. <laughs> I am uh, not too concerned about old the old evil empire. I'll see you guys in September. <laughs> All right. Mike says uh, he's going to get Justin Ogar and Kevin Harvick, and says I'm going to pick him till he wins. That's that's the best way to best way to do it. But until he May doesn't win see. for this season, I, I hope he does, Mike. <laughs> for your for your sake, I hope he does. But uh, yeah. I mean, it wouldn't be the first time a driver retires after going winless. Yeah, no, I hope he wins too. I just that was he—he he doesn't win, retires, and then goes yeah. to the Fox booth with the bowl cut. 
Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh. All right. Uh, for my picks, you know what? Trex put me Do in a good mood today. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say for the uh, for the trucks, we have another driver get back to victory lane that hasn't been in uh, in a while. I'm gonna say Matt Grafton gets it done uh, for the truck series and uh, for Cup. Uh, I'm gonna stick with my my 2311 bid. And I'm gonna go with the the 45 car. Uh, I'm gonna go with Tyler Reddick. I think he gets it done. Uh, and I think it's it's Tyler Reddick who leads the Toyota Brigade to to the win in Kansas. So he's my second pick. So I tell you, if, if Tyler Reddick wins, that means that Chris you're not Mike Joy, Dan. You don't job. get two picks. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm the elder statesman, just like he is at NASCAR on Fox. So I get yes, two picks. But you're not the lead of the show. It doesn't matter. <laughs> but. Anyways, I mean, uh, you should be getting two. It should be Justin, but I guess I got two truck picks. I would, I would just double up on twenty three eleven, probably. For, <laughs> but if and Bubba Wallace can, if Bubba Wallace can keep his car out of Kyle Larson, he'll have a shot. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa! This is only a Las Vegas joke. Ah. <laughs> you know what? Uh, they all need to watch out for Ross Chastain. That's the problem. The wrecking ball. Awesome. That's that's nothing new. We uh, we all know we got to watch out for. Yeah, it. that's everyone's Every problem. Every all week. Right. Um. All right, that does it for our uh, race picks. Be sure to uh, keep commenting down below your race picks if you haven't already. Let us know who you think is going to win. Mama Seager says Kyle Larson is going to win it in Cup. So that's a that's a bold prediction there. So, uh, I think that's a that's a good good shot. Kyle Larson, he's one of those drivers he can win it just about anywhere. So. Uh, keep commenting down below those those thoughts, and uh, we look forward to, to reading them. Uh, we're winding down our show here, and before we do, considering we, we just got done with our race picks, Zach Williams, I know you're excited. You've got to give us a fantasy update. Yes, I, I know you're excited about this one because uh, I do believe you were the winner here from Dover. Yes, sir. Let me get this pulled up for you real quick. So. I would just like to precurse this with the fact that because the race was moved to t- to today, I didn't get my normal watch the pre-race show and change my picks. So my picks were the same from last week, but hey, I don't think I was the worst in the league, so I'll take it. So there's the uh, overall standings we have right now. Uh, I am still, moved up to third. A little bit of a uh, a little bit of a uh, little bit of backstory here. I actually haven't looked at fantasy. <laughs> from from this week yet uh zach uh sent it in our our group chat and uh i said honestly because of the mtj win i literally couldn't care less about fans yes we know we know but right yes you did and then this is dover's um ryan congratulations top three right there buddy you're doing good you're gonna get up there man how does somebody get zero (laughs) like i didn't even know that was possible Maybe that's someone new that didn't. Uh, no, that's, uh, that's Matt Nicholson. That's, He's played before. Uh, not not in our league because we talked to him about it last week on the show. He, maybe he removed his uh, his picks or something and meaning to change them or or something. I don't I don't know. I didn't. Well, this was, was Dover on the schedule, tenth or eleventh. This was the eleventh race of the season. Has he done the same? Did he accidentally do the same people ten straight? And then it took yeah, that's him out. That's a good question. Oh, yeah, he could have. Yeah, he could have. Uh, yeah. We'll have to see what happens. If he gets zero again next week, then I think that's what's happening. Uh-huh. But uh, I'm no investigator. 
Uh, Ryan says he emptied his lineup. He only had a garage driver. That man, that sucks. Then that that probably yeah. means he hasn't changed his tick his picks. Yeah. Uh, and I'm putting down below for everybody the uh, the link to our fantasy league for fantasy live. Yeah, as still always. Waiting, if still you still trying uh, to catch me, I think I'm in like eighth. <laughs> yeah, as always. Be sure to, uh, in eighth place. <laughs> yeah, be uh, be sure to join us. There's always uh, there's always room for more uh, to to join us. You're, you're ninth, Zach. You're I'm right. in eighth. He's an eighth. Yeah. Oh, splendid. <laughs> Worse. <laughs> um, and you can find that link uh, on our website as well. Uh, so be sure to uh, check out our website, check out all of our social media platforms. Again, uh, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram, YouTube. Uh, and of course, you can find audio versions of this podcast uh, down below uh, at all the platforms listed below. So uh, we really appreciate everybody for tuning in. We, as always, we enjoy uh getting on here every week for you guys uh i don't know if you guys noticed uh in the title but this is our 25th episode of running on scuffs where has the time gone it's been a it's been a great uh first 25 episodes with uh each of you uh gentlemen and it's uh i'm sure we've got another hopefully 125 plus, episodes uh, yeah another 2500 episodes in us so you know, I mean, we're, how many years is that? That's a lot of time with Dan. Uh, <laughs> 250 more episodes yes. at least. 200. Yeah, we, we can we can do that. That's like nine seasons. Yeah. 25, 2,500. We might be signing nine. I'll seven, be dead. Exactly. We might be. I'm uh, old. Our, <laughs> we might be letting our uh, our kids take over by then. But, but uh, Denny Hamlin will still be right. Maybe a lot of yelling on my end. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be getting screwed on pit road too. Chris <laughs> Gavehart with a walker up on the pit box, and he's using his walker to get to the car, and uh, still championshipless, and uh, finally crossing his pit down the race. And maybe he'll get one more Daytona 500 win, so he'll have four. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be a uh, Denny Hamlin versus the uh, auto-generated AI drivers. You know, like the AI bot Chase Elliott. Not even real Chase Elliott. If we do 40 episodes a, a year, that's 62 and a half years. Oh, God. So, so oh God. I will for sure be dead. <laughs> We're going to be here for a while. Um, uh, Ryan, I, I saw your comment there. Thank you. Uh, I'm glad you've enjoyed every episode. We will uh, thank everybody who's watching, and we, you know, we thank everybody who's made Run on Scuffs what it is, uh, past, present, future. Uh, we appreciate everybody who's given their contributions to to the show. So, um, as always, uh, we're going to get our closing remarks, starting with our producer Zach. That way, there's no confusion on which Zach I'm talking to this time. Uh, I wasn't sure until you said that. So, <laughs> uh, Zach, what uh, what say you for your closing remarks here? Uh, just you know, it's always it's fun to hang out with you guys. Everyone at home, comment their thoughts. Let us know what they think. Uh, you guys can play fantasy with us. It's fun. I know Ryan said he's trying to catch up to me. You got a long way to go, man, but I have faith in you. As long as you have a better season than Logano's having. So uh, you guys tune in next week. And, uh, you know, I know Mike's not here, so I'll say it. Res hail, praise Dale. There you go, Mike. Mike, uh, he got it in there for you. Our resident Florida man, Dan, uh, what say you for your closing remarks here, sir? 
Uh, as always, it's been a blast hanging out with you guys for the past hour and 15 minutes or so. Um, and I just, I just want to say again, Zach Williams, I'm so glad you came on the team, but I'm glad I could uh, make a contribution you, to the team and bring a, a, another Florida man on board. Um, but no, uh, as always, it's, it's been a blast. It's been fun. Um, Mike, I see your, your math in the math or in the, in the comments down at the bottom. Um, yeah, I'm going to be at least 90 plus. So, um, I will not be doing 2,500 episodes, maybe 250. Then I'll, you know, I'll call it quits. But, um, until then, uh, we'll be on here every Monday night, nine o'clock. Well, not every Monday night during the season. We're, we're not going to do off season stuff, but, uh, yeah, come back. See us again next week, guys. And thank you as always for tuning in. Absolutely. Mr. Zach Bell. Uh, it's been a while. We haven't gotten a signature sign off from you in a yeah. while. Of course, shout out to my parents for supporting my racing addiction. Um, there is one other person or group I would like to shout out today. It is my beloved Texas Rangers. Um, if you're a Yankees fan, you can kiss my ass. If you're a Red Sox fan, you can kiss my ass. If you're an Astros fan, you can go where it eternally burns down under. Um, just wanted to let you know that it is May 1st. The Texas Rangers are currently 17-11. and 11. Uh, uh, leading the AL West, something Jenny Hamlin currently is not doing, uh, leading anything. But uh, together, we'll have a triumphant year in 2023. The Rangers win the World Series, Denny Hamlin wins the championship, and that's probably my last episode of the podcast is when those things collide, because uh, I will definitely not be able to survive the massive hangover. I was going to say, go Braves. Go Braves. Uh, so, uh, so, uh, Sounds like it, it, if certain scenarios line up, we might be uh, uh, putting out flyers for new <laughs> for new personalities on the show coming in 2024. Ryan, would you like to join us? That would be a uh, yeah. Ryan we'll, we'll might get, be more stable, but uh, we'll listen, get, we'll get Ryan and Tommy. Fans, on. We'll get Ryan and Tommy on here, and the fans <laughs> know I love I love Denny Hamlin and Denny Hamlin. Like of all of my sports, like Denny Hamlin is number one. But a very, very close and competitive second place is my Texas Rangers. Um, that's all. That's what I'm saying, man. Listen, just uh, you know, if uh, Denny Hamlin continues to go sour, like we're going to continue to bring up the Rangers so I can dunk on you guys somehow. Oh <laughs> uh, well, we enjoy it every week as always. Uh, thank you to everybody for for tuning in. For we thank everybody for watching. Be sure to like. Uh, continue to comment and subscribe. Uh, and as always, we will see you guys next week for uh, episode 26. We're going to keep on going. See you guys next week.